Welcome, episode three, season two of the Speditorial Podcast with Mesa Public Schools. It's your friend, Justin Ashley, Director of Compliance and Content with Mesa Public Schools. Look at me representing on a Friday, showing support. Look at that. It's a good day. Hope everyone's uh, thriving and surviving. We have some great questions that came through the past few weeks. So let's get into those questions. Let's start the podcast. Let's get it done. Welcome to our podcast. Our what? Our podcast, the Mesa Public Schools Special Education Speditorial Podcast. This will be like reading a newspaper, but you're not reading a newspaper because you're just listening. Listening to me drop some jokes <laughs> and drop some knowledge. This will be entertainment for your ears. Now, how was that for an intro? Nailed it. Okay. Welcome back. Let's get into those questions. T, this is your time to put that introduction in for the top five. I'm setting you up for success this time. Question five. How to differentiate classroom testing accommodations versus district state accommodations? This is a great question. This was from Sabrina Novotny from MacArthur. And I went over there the other day to provide some IEP training, um, specifically specially designed instruction, Inspire content. Um, and she had raised these questions, which is a very great question. So let me tell you that in the testing um, section of the IEP, it's a testing tab. When you say that the student requires accommodations, there's a little text box underneath. That's where you could really differentiate. You could put uh, classroom accommodations, you could do classroom testing accommodations, and then you can put district state accommodations. You could differentiate that out in that box. I believe it'll, it doesn't have uh, a limit to characters, so you should be able to put all of those accommodations in that and you can separate it out like that. Great question, Sabrina. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Question four. Can a case manager also be a special education teacher on a student's IEP? The answer is yes, they can. Uh, this came from a secondary teacher. You can be a case manager, a special education teacher, a district representative, and the individual to interpret um, all on the IEP signature page for the different roles. Um, it was a great question from secondary because typically secondary has a case manager that writes the IEP and then they have various special education teachers. Um, elementary should know that, but if secondary didn't know, you know now. Question three, do I fill out the IEP compliance checklist for amendments? I'm gonna give you the easy response, no. Amendments don't need the IEP compliance checklist. Good question, because that's just what make you have more work and we don't want to do that, right? Right. Question two, do I have to implement Spire? Yeah, yes, yes you do. It's a district initiative, a non-negotiable, gotta do it. Gonna tell you right now, not avoiding it. Gonna come at you with it, ready to tell you. Can't choose, see what you're doing there. Can't do it. You have to implement Spire. The program is evidence-based. Lindsay Massey and her team give great instruction and great training 
on how to implement Spire, please do so. It's going to close that gap for some of our kiddos that are struggling with reading proficiency. Um, I'm not going to call out the teachers that have asked, uh, but yes, you do have to implement it. No if, ands, or buts. Then the final question, question one. Where can I find the unlock delete request form? Um, this is a good question. It kind of circles back every year. Um, it is on our special education website. When you log in using your Active Directory, you'll see the news feed information on top. And then right below it, there's this big red box that says Synergy SE Support. You're going to click it. And when you click it, it's going to be the first big box. And it's huge and bold. It says unlock, edit, delete, request form. There it is. I know a lot of teachers send me requests and I typically do it, but Heidi always yells at me, so does T, uh, because we track it to see who's unlocking, who's deleting items out, uh, who's requesting those things. So uh, we do track it. So. Instead of emailing me, if you could fill out that unlock delete request form, that would be great. Heidi would also really appreciate it, so she's not going back and forth with me and looking through emails. Much appreciated. Okay, so podcast question from last week. Well, actually, last episode. Uh, where can I find the IEP compliance checklist was the first part of that question, and then the second part of that question was, when do I use it? Okay, where can you find the IEP compliance checklist? It is on forms, it's a fillable form, and it's also on ad hoc or in ad hoc, in ad hoc, okay? And then when do I use it? After every single IEP, it's a checks and balances system. You go through the checklist, you mark your stuff, then you give all your items to your clerk and then your clerk verifies. So then when they verify it, they can send it to us to special education records. So the person who had that answer correct and well, all of them had it correct with the one that was the, um, the number in my inbox was Diana. Diana Coleman, she's from Kino, congratulations. I already sent your little gift. I did not send you an email, so I apologize. Um, but congratulations. Other participants that got it right, Kimberly Martin, Emily Ballantyne, Carl Landis, Sierra Thomas, Lindsay Cassidy, Katie Copeland, Lisa Welker, Suzanne Pratt, and Monica Massey. Um, thank you for participating. Um, next try, maybe. Maybe you'll get the gift. It's nothing special. Well, a little bit. A little has a little caffeine, okay? Uh, so the next podcast question is, who can be a district representative? I need all the correct roles as to who can be the district representative um, in an IEP or MET, okay? I need all of those. So the, we'll use six. The sixth person in my inbox, will get that prize and a special shout out on episode four, of the Speditorial Podcast. Okay, I have some shout outs that I'd like to do myself um, because I've been forgetting to, so I apologize, but I'm gonna give uh, Jim Stevens. Wait, Justin, 
Do you mean Splimbo Jimbo? Kristen Lilly, Amy Anston, Grace O'Connor, Carrie Carstens, and Michelle Clower. Some kudos, some props. I appreciate you guys helping me with the ADE monitoring files. It's been the bane of my existence. It's been a lot. Um, I just want to say I do appreciate everybody looking through those. Uh, and Lindsay Massey, too, because she looked at some for me. Um, I do appreciate everyone that's been helping and going through nitpicking things with me um, and then providing that guidance to teachers. Um, just thank you. Thank you so much. It's a lot. It's a lot to do, especially if the student has a whole bunch of PWNs, METs, and IEPs, and you know all the dates and services and everything that ADE is requesting. It can be a little bit overwhelming, so to have a supportive team is always great to have. So thank you to those I just called out. I also want to give Katie Copeland a shout out because she sent me a cute little card and a picture. Look at that. Wapa. Well, hold on. Wapa. Okay, she gave me a picture. I have it uh, on my desk. I plan on hanging it up. I've been just so busy. Um, Katie, love the picture. Thank you for the card. Appreciate you the most. So let's get into some words of positivity. I had three come in. Just kidding, two come in. <laughs> One's a joke and I'm gonna leave it off with the joke so you uh, leave it off with good vibes. Brenda Barda just said, just watch podcast number two. Thanks for the info and for keeping the podcast going. It is becoming part of the SPED MPS tradition and I look forward to taking a few minutes and watching it each month. I feel like it is helping us uh, to keep connected. Thanks again and the comedic therapy is needed. I'm so happy I can make someone laugh. T thinks I'm boring. Um, that's why she puts all those little edits in the video to make me a little bit funnier. Uh, although I think I am a hoot. And then Monica Massey, we've been going back and forth the past few weeks on IEP, so she understands my struggle. So it's always nice to have someone there to, that sympathizes with me and everything that I go through as a director of compliance and content, because it's not easy. But she said, I really enjoyed listening to it. I might be a little late to the party, but I thought it was funny and insightful. So basically, I just want to say thank you and bravo. You are welcome. Uh, glad you like him, Monica. Um, I have more. She gave me a uh, gentleman's name to watch his podcast. I believe she said he was a social studies teacher. So I have that on my to-do list this weekend. So hopefully I'll listen to a few of those. And then here's a joke. It's adult humor. So um, I get them from Carrie Ann Burge. I believe I mentioned that in the previous podcast that she sends me some funny jokes, it lifts my spirits, makes me chuckle. Um, even if they're a little corny, I think they're funny because um, I'm a little corny. I think everybody is a little bit. But the joke was, what do you get when you mix alcohol and literature? Two of my favorite things. Want to know the answer? Tequila Mockingbird. Oh, you get it? Tequila Mockingbird, alcohol, literature, tequila, mockingbird. I'm sure you're picking it up. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. That's it. Um, left you off with that little joke from Carrie Ann Bird. She's amazing. I love her jokes. Um, Please, if you have time, listen, rate, subscribe. We're on a whole bunch of different platforms. We have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor, Breaker, um, Radio FM. 
or it just got added to that one, which is kind of dope. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's the end of the third episode of season two Spedatorial Podcast. It's always a pleasure. <sighs> Fall break, guys. It's almost there. Deep breaths. I'll be here before you know it. Thanks for listening.